Welcome to the Purposed Leader Podcast. I am your host, Francesca McDowell. Here on the Purposed Leader Podcast, you are going to find stories, inspiration and strategy to help cultivate healthy leadership for life, faith and business. I believe that there is purpose in leadership and when it is done well, it can be transformational. So let's get right into today's episode. Welcome back. We are continuing our series on how purpose leaders lead themselves well. And last time we spoke about that purpose leaders have a good motive so they know their why. They have a great level of self-awareness and also that they take care of themselves. So they practice self-care. And today we're going to be exploring three other aspects that purpose leaders do well when they're leading themselves well. And we know leadership is really about leading others in an organisation or a group. um, And that can be determined um, in your own family or in work or even in a faith community. However, leading yourself well is really important. So before we lead others, let's start with ourselves. And today, the first aspect is that leaders who lead themselves well love learning. Learning is fundamental for life. And for those who have a growth mindset and want to progress and move forward and even understand themselves better, like learning is a necessity. Yes, when we're younger, we're in school and, you know, you have to learn. It's part of, you know, growing up. However, even as adults, even as seasoned adults who may have been in a particular career or a place for a long time, there is always room for new learning. And you can learn willingly or you can learn begrudgingly. However, there's research around that people learn better when they're enjoying it, when, you know, it's a a pleasant experience. And so our attitude or our posture towards learning has to be framed positively to really help us to reap the benefits. Now, learning can be looked at in so many ways and on so many levels. So you have formal learning where you go to an education establishment, you go to a university or college or a training provider and you learn in a very formal way. That Maybe there's it's a course or there's modules or it's a degree and it's very clearly laid out the expectations, the outcomes and exactly what you're going to be learning. Now, I went to do my master's when I was in my mid-30s. So I was a very mature student. Um, It was great. I loved it. It was challenging, learning at a certain type of level. But whilst I was doing my degree, which is in coaching and mentoring, for those who are not aware, there was a lady there who was probably in her late 60s. And she called herself the grandma of the group because she was a grandma, you know, to her own grandchildren. But she just positioned herself as that, you know, that older person, that voice of wisdom. Uh, But I really respected the fact that even at her age and season in life, she still wanted to learn. Now, she became my uni buddy and she was amazing. I learned learned a lot from her. I did have an experience where I actually failed a module 
for the first time. And uh, it was it was really tough going. And I remember her on the phone to me just literally coaching and supporting me for like over an hour to kind of help me manage my own emotions because I was really, really upset. But she really helped me to keep going with it. And she reminded me of why I was doing what I was doing, why I had invested all of this time and energy and money into this degree. But yeah, she was learning in her, in her, someone say latter years. So no matter the age or stage or season we are in life, there is room for learning because nobody knows it all. And if you are trying or you're planning to embark in a new area, you're going to need to learn some things that you don't yet know. If you have never written a book before, you may not know everything you need to know about writing a book. And so it makes sense to educate yourself, to find out some things that will help you along the journey. Now, learning can also be informal where you just happen to find out new information because you're in a conversation or you read a book, you listen to a podcast, you're, you know, you're reading a paper. There's something that you're doing where you're going to get information that will help you. And so whether learning comes about informally or formally, there's still an intentionality behind it because to learn means you've processed information and you're then putting it into practice. And I really believe that people who want to lead themselves well before they lead others well have to embrace learning. They must be a lifelong learner. So if you think about your bookshelf at the moment, what of the sort of book, what sort of books are on it? How often do you go back and do you read some of these books and really then implement what you have learned and what you've understood? It's an important investment. You know, so many people invest in themselves, particularly in this, in in the business space. We go on courses, we have coaches, we go to accredited um, programs as well to learn and to educate ourselves because we understand the importance of learning. I studied business studies for A-level over 20 years ago. uh, And you learned loads about business planning and the markets and, and everything. And those were yes, fundamental basics of business, but there has been so much change in the last 20 years. It's helpful for me to re-educate myself, which is why I have people that I go to. I have a coach. I have places that I can access and learn new things because what we need today is not what we needed 20 years ago. And so, yeah, it's really important that we enjoy learning and we embrace learning. And I think for some people, they may have some barriers because maybe school was not a great experience. Maybe they didn't do well in school or the environment didn't allow them to thrive. And that's okay because as an adult, you get to choose the way in which you learn now. And so there are so many ways that we can learn. And also when you understand your own learning style, again, you can position yourself to make sure you are going to get the most out of that learning opportunity. When I was a consultant for local government several years ago, I remember going to visit, so I was an early years consultant. So my role included going to visit nurseries and prospective nursery providers and loads of other people in the childcare industry. But I remember going to visit this one nursery. They were Ofsted rated outstanding. They were fantastic. So we were actually working on a quality accredited scheme for them. 
And I never forget being in one of the rooms and I think it was the deputy manager at the time just sharing some of the work that they're doing to really involve and have parents engage with their own preschool children's learning. And so they'd done a, I think some workshops for parents to read with their children and they had given out certificates, you know, on one of the days to the children and the parents to really celebrate and congratulate them on what they had done with their child. And she was saying there was one young dad who had shared with the nursery staff afterwards that this was the first ever certificate he received in his whole life. And he seemed so like overwhelmed and also proud about that. And I was just really amazed and it made me reflect that how important is it that for those who haven't had a good experience with education, they're given other they're given other opportunities. And so yeah, definitely embrace learning and think over the next six months, what is it you want to learn, be it a skill or hobby, some element of personal growth, you know, what it what is it what is it that you'd like to learn and then set a plan around it. So do some research figure out who would be the best person to speak to, get some advice, you know, find out a course, get booked on, whatever it is you need to do, definitely want to encourage you to plan your learning. And so the second aspect I want to talk about today in relation to purpose leaders leading themselves well is that they have a vision and a strategy for themselves. So yes, in work, we may have um, a plan for the year or we may have our targets or you know, KPIs and things we're working towards. And in church, we also may have things that we're planning towards. But what about for your personal life? What is the vision for your life? What's the vision for this season? And how are you going to strategically move toward it? Now, I am a huge fan of vision boards. Yes, I deliver them as workshops and I help other people be it in their families, church groups, or even in business, you know, develop their own vision boards. But I I personally, I'm such a fan of it because of the power of visualization and the power of having something to focus on. Because you'll, you know, you've heard that saying before that whatever you focus on expands. And you'll also most likely understand the principle that whenever something is really important to you, you know, your brain filters it as, as significant and then you see more of it and so if you have or when you can develop a vision for your life and then actually record it down on a vision board or in a journal or whatever works for you you're a lot more likely to actually work towards it if you have no vision how do you know where you're going to go and whilst I appreciate that there are some seasons where we almost have to go with the flow and what's happening, there are other times when we actually need to be very strategic. We need to decide in the various areas of our life, what is it that we want? What are we planning? What are we looking for? What what are these big dreams and goals? And they may not always be a tangible thing, but it could be a mindset or an attitude. And so having vision for your life is incredibly important. When I did my first vision board for myself several years ago, um, I was in a season of traveling. So before lockdown, before the restrictions, uh, and I'd also decided that I wanted to travel to countries that I'd never been to, and I wasn't going to wait for someone to travel with. So on my vision board, I had places in the Mediterranean. I had the word Poland, a picture 
of Eastern Europe. I also had Portugal and like a sunny, a sunny beach setting because that is what I really, really wanted to do. Now, it was a workshop in which we were doing these vision boards. And so at the end of the workshop, we all stood up, held our vision boards and showed people what was on it and spoke a little bit about it. And so somehow I think that added a little bit more... Um, or almost want to say fuel to the fire in actually moving forward with it but to stand up and say that you know what this is what I want for my year this is like what I'm hoping for was really powerful and then I went home put the vision board up and then I decided that actually this is not going to happen just by itself how do I make this happen so I got out my calendar looked at my availability and what I had in the schedule and literally chose dates for when I was going to travel. So that was probably the end of January that I did that, that workshop. And then in the February, I went to Poland. I went to Warsaw for a long weekend, had an amazing time, came back. And then a few months later, I did visit Portugal. Again, had an incredible time. But it didn't happen because it, it just happened. It happened because there was an intention around it. You know, I had decided that this year, this is what I want. And I had a vision around it. And so when you want to lead yourself well, you know, think about what is it that you want? Like, what do you really, really want? What do you want to be thinking, feeling? How do you want to be being? And that's also, you know, personally and professionally within your health, within your family, within your home, what are some of the things that you really want to to accomplish? And I will say, you know, from a facilitator's perspective and, you know, when I coach people around this area, like it never fails to amaze me how powerful people's testimonials are when they come back and say, hey, this was on my vision board and here it is. You know, I remember in another year I'd put that I'd I think I put author of the month or something around books. And that particular year, 2020, I'd actually published two books. Um both co-authored, amazing experience and was writing my third book. But again, it was on my vision board. I had a vision around it. There was an intention. And so we want to have a vision and also a strategy on how to accomplish it. I actually have something called the, um, I believe it's a 10 step strategy for success. Basically, if you've got a vision board, how to actualize it. If anybody wants a copy find me on social media at fran.elevate yeah send me a dm and i will send it send that document over to yourself because sometimes we need like an actual plan as to how we go from having a vision to making it happen in real life and so if that's an area that you've been struggling with i'd love to be able to support you so yeah just drop me a dm on facebook or instagram at fran.elevate okay the third aspect that i believe purpose leaders need in order to lead themselves well is they need to have a balanced life. In the same way that we should have a balanced diet, we need to have a balanced life. And that means working 24-7 is not the way forward. Working every day for months on end without a day off is not the best way forward. Having our brains in that constant high level gear of thinking and planning and strategizing and doing all the time, it's not effective long term. And so in order not to suffer from burnout, mental exhaustion, or even just being completely overwhelmed with what it is you've got to do, you want to plan out a balanced life. 
And so that, yes, it looks like rest days, but what about fun? Like how do you incorporate fun and downtime and relaxation into your life? We can be so good at doing a good job, getting up, getting to work on time, giving our everything, you know, getting on with the business, serving our clients, serving our communities, you know, being there for our families and everything that we are called to do. But is there balance? You know, when is the last time that you played a game? Like not just on your phone or a video game, because whilst that's good, you know, there's still technology involved and that kind of uses, I think, a different part of your brain. But when's the last time you actually had fun in person? Several years ago, it was um, a loved one's birthday. And so we went to play one of these like laser quest games, you know, where you've got like these these big guns and you have to shoot each other with lasers. And like, I laughed so much just because we were having fun and it was just absolutely funny. And also I'm quite competitive. For those that don't know me in real life, actually, even those who do know me in real life, you may not know the part about me. I'm very playfully competitive. And so just being in that environment, I felt I could let my hair down. I didn't have to be so quote unquote grown up. I could just be young and free. And I remember thinking, wow, when is the last time that I really laughed like this? It's been way too long. And so finding out and figuring out for yourself what a balanced life looks like. So planning downtime, planning fun time, planning time with family, prioritizing a balanced life. One of the things I love to do is I love to swim because it really relaxes me. Like, yeah, it's exercise, but genuinely it's more cathartic and therapeutic for me personally. So when I'm planning my diary for the week, I look for pockets where I can actually have that in my week. I also love to have conversations with people who make me laugh and we just have that kind of fun banter as well. So it can't be serious all the time. Yes, life is serious and we have serious things going on, but we have to make time for other things. And so balance and having a balance is really important. But also, you you know, you will be role modelling this to other people. And so if you can demonstrate that you can have a balanced life guilt-free, it's really important. So having rest days and duvet days and, like I said, times of fun, I think will help you to become a more rounded individual. And it just takes off the edge sometimes when, when there is a lot of stress or there's a lot of pressure mounting. It can really, really help. And so to, to recap, by becoming a purposed leader, you want to lead yourself well. And aspects that can really help you on this journey is to number one, love learning, embrace achieving and learning new things about yourself about things about other people number two you want to have a vision and a strategic plan on how to implement that vision for your personal life and all aspects of your personal life as well and lastly we spoke about having a balanced life the importance of having fun and downtime and just allowing that different maybe even the creative side of you to really have an opportunity And so, you know, like I said on most of these podcasts, whichever one resonates for you, be intentional, make a plan and implement it because you you are a purpose leader. And whilst you may lead in certain capacities now, you never know what may be around the corner of your life 
or what opportunities will find themselves coming your way in which your leadership skills are going to be needed. And so take the time, be intentional and let's work on becoming a more purposed leader. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I do hope that there's been something of value that you can take away that will help you to lead not only your life well, but the lives of others that you may be supporting. Feel free to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at fran.elevate. And I look forward to you tuning in to the next episode of the Purposed Leader podcast. Have a great day.